brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I listened stupid advice of my friends to make a pause with my fiance and get a new experience. Now I lost him and our perfect relationship. I'm a 25 female, my ex-fiancé 27 male have been together 6 years and were getting married in December. 4 months ago, I started a new job in nursing and started hanging out with a group of 6 other nurses and became friends. Felt good having friends outside of my ex's circle. We talked about everything under the sun and got curious about the winger lifestyle and how it seemed so amazing at the time. After about three months of hearing the stories of how their weekend or days off weren't them asking about anything I ever wanted to try or do. One of them said she could help me with two things on my list at once and that I wasn't married yet and could simply take a break from my relationship do what I thought I need to, and just go right back to my relationship no harm no foul. And yes, looking back at it now I have no idea what I was thinking. So the month of August rolls around had planned a trip to California to see my parents. I tell my fiancé that I would like to take a short break from us and the only reason I give is to sort out some things in my head. Then I lie and tell him I will be back in three weeks from my parents, I knew I had planned two weeks at my parents then come back and spend a week hanging out with my work friends partying. Let's look at that one week, came back went out to a club and dinner with this couple had a lot of fun dancing and such, then back at their house started making out with the wife being with a woman one of the things I was curious about had progressed to me going down on her and her husband joined in by surprise and ripped me I stopped everything right then and there ended up needing four stitches and was in a lot of pain and bruised, I stayed at their house a few more days till I recovered being ashamed to face my fiancé in that condition. The night this all happened my fiancé had called me and I didn't call him back to the next day and lied again telling him I was still at my parents and would see him on Sunday. I return that Sunday to our apartment all his clothes and personal belongings are gone and a note saying hope he was worth it and his apartment key. I panic, I had no plan for this, I call him and text him, all he sends me is a video of me dancing with my friend's husband and blocks me. At this point I am frantic, I call my friend and tell her she comes over with two other of my friends and call me down and say sweetie no problem all he has to do is reclaim you and everything will be fine. 
Later that week he calls me, I ask him to come over on Friday so I can explain everything and we can talk. He agrees, I got his favorite takeout, had the whole reclaim me and live happily ever after in my head. And he shows up with his mom and brother with him and starts collecting the remainder of his belongings. I am a crying wreck at this point, his mom calms me down on the balcony why they finish getting all his stuff. Then he comes out on the balcony sits down and says, okay, you had something you wanted to say, and listens. He wouldn't engage me in the conversation just short one-word answers or shrugs was the coldest I had ever seen him he listened to my desperate plea to him and if he would just stay with me for the weekend I would prove to him I loved only him. He declined and told me goodbye and kissed my forehead and left. I spend the weekend crying and still trying to contact him. I return to work on Monday looking like death warmed over. And my friend once again has a plan so Tuesday me and her wait in the parking lot of his job for and the plan is have a threesome with him and that way he reclaims me and all good. My mind at this time had I singular focus him reclaiming me. He turned us down flat, he was calm and composed. And just asked me to stop calling his family to get to him and once again told me that we are done and I can do whatever I want now and should be happy to be free of him. Which I wasn't I was miserable and grasping at straws. At work, the next day, another friend at work suggests Reddit as a source of information and help dealing with it. At this point, I start pulling away from my friends and read on here about giving us some time to process before I try and speak with him again. So I change shifts to avoid the others and withdraw into myself some. I had also asked my former friends to leave him alone. This past Thursday, the husband went to his work to speak with him and got his knee kicked in after shoving my ex. I woke up Friday morning was my birthday and was depressed hopeful my ex would call or text no such luck, around lunchtime I went downtown to eat and I saw my ex smiling on a lunch date with a blonde woman I had never seen before. And everything I had done to him crashed in on me at once. And I finally understood level of damage I had unleashed on him, he was only having lunch with her and I felt my guts clench up. I left before I was seen got home quit my job packed up what I could in my navigator and started driving home to California. Lucky for me my brother had me detour to his house in Texas instead dot that where I am now. We have reached the end of the story. Let's listen to some of the comments by our Reddit listeners and original posters answers. Comment 1 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It amazes me that winging couples talk up their lifestyle, but then convince others to lie to their partner. Pro tip, if an open couple gets you to lie to your partner to be with them, they are not your friend, they are recruiting you. They just want to use you.
this is exactly what happened here. Opie gave her ex-fiancé a gift of showing her true self. Her friends recruited her, but she accepted. Comment 2. This is an excellent cautionary tale. You wanted your cake and to eat it. You didn't care about the damage, as long as he never knew, and if you had gotten away with it. Then I have no doubt you'd have tried it again in the marriage. Telling a fiancé you want a break from them? Surprised he didn't call the wedding off there and then. That was his red flag. This is a good lesson to learn this idea that men are messed sacks whose humiliation can be cured by reclaiming that only works in consensual winging relationships. And even then. I'm not sure if those are as stable slash happy as they get made out to be. You violated his consent. I hope you recover as well though, you got taken in by manipulative friends who basically saw you as a fun distraction. They didn't care about the damage. The fact the husband thought he could go browbeat your ex into accepting things shows the level of arrogance they have. TBH, burn them at work, report your friends to HR. Because they will do this to someone else. Get counseling, if only to help you work through your grief. And to understand the why. How you are easily taken and tempted by this stuff. Otherwise, it will repeat. Cheating fiancé went crazy when I got revenge on her. Backstory, I, 34M, now, was raised by a single mom because dad passed away when I was younger, but I had many male role models and older brothers, and he left behind a generous life insurance policy, so I largely had a good upbringing. However, I was not ever very social, and for my early teens I spent a lot of time in front of my computer. This habit got worse as I went to college and it resulted in me spending 80% of my time gaming, working, reading, or whatever on a screen. As a result, I was not very attractive and quite obese at the age of 20. For these reasons, I never really dated and did not even lose my innocence until I met my ex-fiance. On top of this, I was raised very religious, because my mom became really religious after the death of my father, so I always thought it was a bad idea to play the field. The only thing I had going for me was that I had become somewhat proficient in several coding languages and expanded on these in college. I would not say that I am a good IT person or coder, but with a little bit of coding knowledge and a lot of creativity you can create residual income streams and I had a decent job in IT where I could work from home three days a week. At the age of 24, I was still overweight and a social reject, but through my mom I met a woman from her Bible study that would eventually become ex-fiancé, 36F now. We hit off and started dating. She had a two-year-old son at the time and they became the only thing in my world that I cared about. It did not take me long to get physical, lol, all those years of pretending I was saving myself went out the window when I finally had the chance to lose it. To be honest, she really broke me out of the shell, I had become more sociable within a couple months of meeting her. I even took on a fatherly role for her son and within six months of dating she got pregnant. Being the religious person I was, I immediately proposed and wanted to marry before the birth of the baby. Then she dropped a bombshell on me. She was still legally married. To a guy in prison. This did not bother me too much as she had always talked about her troubled past and I thought I would be the one to save her from it anyways so I just took this as it came with the territory. She began the divorce proceedings shortly and we planned to get married as soon as those were finished. 
I was riding high after the baby was born and I thought I had really carved a place for myself in the world. I even started losing weight and spent less time online than ever. She was always kind to me and I thought we let each other know everything we were thinking, boy was I wrong. There were a few red flags that I was too lovestruck to see. 1. She told me early on that the only reason she got involved with my church was that she was on probation and had pending court cases and thought it would help her case. 2. Despite me earning a comfortable six-figure income with side projects and my main IT job, she insisted that she keep her part-time job and my mom had to help me take care of the kids to deal with it. 3. She knew way too many people, like what suburban mom with a secretarial job has 200 contacts in her phone. 4. We kept delaying our marriage due to sick relatives or other issues, although she did go through with the divorce to the prison guy, then something happened that shook me out of her spell. She got pregnant for a second time and this time with twins. We had only been with each other for four years and we were about to have four kids. Two more than I thought I would ever have. She claimed she was on birth control at the time, so we were not using protection. Anyways, after the twins were born I started seeing my doctor about a vasectomy and my ex-fiants encouraged it. I wanted to get some swimmers frozen before the, the operation because we could completely change our minds in five years. So I go in for the visit and the doctor comes out to tell me that my sperm count was low and they were mostly immobile, but this problem might be temporary and I should try to eat a healthier diet and stuff for a few weeks and come back. When I came to the second appointment and the same problem arose, the doc started doing some investigating, but you know where this is going. So, the doctor says that it's likely that I am infertile, this turned out to not be completely true, as I now have a child that I know is biologically mine, but it still propelled the following events. I mentioned that I had three biological children and the doctor looked anxious and started talking, but I was in shell shock and did not really know what he was saying. I think I left the doctor's office before they were even done with me. I did not even get in my car, I just walked until it started to get dark and eventually called an Uber to get home. My fiancé was worried and already asleep inside and I just lied to her and told her my car broke down, phone died, and I was at the mechanic late and forgot to let her know. I fell asleep and woke up the next day and immediately got on the computer to research similar stories and started to give myself false hope. The first post I read was about how fertility assessments are not true and I should 100% get a test. I thought for sure this would show the doctor was wrong, but I got the test back and within a week I knew the kids were not mine. The first person I told was my mom, I went to her house and cried for the first time in my adult life. She consoled me and then told me a story that I was never meant to hear. Essentially, I am the product of an affair myself and that dad actually died from an overdose on pain meds after he found out. Well, I don't know why the duck my mom thought this would comfort me, but in reality, it just gave me an unhealthy view of women for a while. After the story and calming down, she insisted that I man up and honor my commitment to these kids, because I am the only father those kids had ever known. Up to this point I had always been a pushover, and I really considered her words to me for about 24 hours before I completely snapped. I called my fiancé and told her I had to stay the night at my mom's house because of a family issue and she offered to make us dinner which I declined. At this point, the twins are about 6 months, the boys are 2.5 years and 5 years old. I won't lie and say that I felt nothing for these kids, but it was hard to look them in the face and I knew I was done being their father. 
I knew this would tear them up and damage them, but I couldn't stand to hear them say data to me, because every time it was like a knife in my heart. I kept my cool and did not expose anything and my mom did not say anything I assume because she thought I was manning up. I spoke to an attorney because I wanted to get myself off the birth certificates of these children and I thought I could seamlessly slip out of this situation because we were not married. Unfortunately, after going through the paperwork and financials, since I had tangled much of our finances and I took on a fatherly role I would be responsible for at least the boy's child support and she would get equity in the house and my side businesses. Basically, the lawyer said that I would likely be on the hook for something like 25% of my income for many years to come. I pretty much ghosted my lawyers after paying them their initial fee, because I did not like the idea of state-enforced cucking. The revenge starts here. I started to make a plan to disappear and leave them all with as little as possible. The start of this was destroying all of my passive income streams and getting myself fired. Getting myself fired was easy but it got a bit cringe, basically did some of the stuff from office space, smashed an office printer in the courtyard, didn't do anything while working from home except send memes to coworkers. but I did not do anything to clients because my boss was actually a friend of mine, but my office mates had a good time watching this. After this, I did not even try to file for unemployment and began living off our savings. My ex-fiance let me handle all the financials despite both of our names being on everything, so she did not notice our accounts slowly draining of money and the financials going to chaos because I left her checking account filled with a few thousand, credit card debt skyrocketed because I stopped paying our cards lol. I sat there for months wondering if I should end it and follow in the footsteps of my would-be father, but ultimately decided against it. I got ancestry test kits for the kids in an effort to find who their actual father was, because I was hoping to get them away from my ex, but this resulted in even weirder findings. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Essentially, the oldest child was a cousin-slash-half-brother to his siblings, and so the prison guy's brother must have gotten her pregnant. Also I did not see any family members from the test that I thought would be a good fit. So that was the end of that investigation. I also tried to distance myself from my mom, as I had become disgusted by what she did to my dad and her newfound cheater allegiance with my ex. I formulated a plan to get away, far away, from everything by just vanishing on a hiking trip. I really hyped up this hiking trip and claimed I would be in the insert location here for a week alone with my thoughts in the trails. Before the trip I took the then six-year-old out for ice cream and cried for the second time in my adult life. The six-year-old was obviously distraught over seeing his dad cry and started trying to calm me down. I guess I was crying that I had to leave him, 
and I told him I was sorry dozens of times, but I think he was just confused about the situation. I was more concerned about losing him, because I knew he was not my child, and I was able to form a bond anyways. I left that afternoon, and actually made my way to the lodge and checked in. Now the next part one will mostly skip, because I am not sure if it was legal or illegal or whatever, but cut to six months later, and I have a new name and live in a new city where I was able to restart my IT career and was slowly working toward my old income status again. I started stalking my ex on Facebook and other social media. I won't lie, it was cathartic, to say the least. The chaos of them trying to get into accounts must have been hell and she figured out that our comfortable finances were not so comfortable after all. Begging for money on Facebook is so trashy. Once again, I won't mention the legal stuff, but a lot of people went looking for me and I've considered phoning the police to let them know that I was okay, but decided against it, eventually had to pay a hefty fine for this, but it was well worth it. I worked on myself for a long time and got into great shape. Lost my religion and descended into a hedonistic lifestyle. I became unrecognizable. I continued stalking this woman for about a year when I heard she was dating a new guy and got pregnant almost immediately. Of course, my mom was still in her life taking care of my supposed children while she was doing God knows what. Then on the one-year anniversary of me leaving she posted a memorial page, for me. This made me decide that my revenge was not quite done and I decided to call up my brother and let him know I was alive. My brother and I had drifted over the past 10 years, but he was blood and was always there when I was younger. I told him why I did what I did and we caught up and I asked him not to tell anyone yet and he agreed. But then he told me about my mom and my ex-fiancé suing my insurance company to honor my life insurance. Somehow, she had managed to keep up this policy going, despite its hefty cost. The payout would be substantial, seven figures, and she would be awarded the premiums that she had paid since my alleged death if she won. Well, I am not the kind of uncivilized person that would defraud an insurance company, so I started my plans. I drove the 1,000-mile journey to my old city when I heard she had an upcoming hearing and listened to Highway to Hell half the way down. I went to the court early and sat down. Now at this time I had grown a beard, lost 60 pounds and generally looked good. I looked so different that my fiancé and mother passed right by me in the court without giving me a second look. I thought they would be meeting in a big courtroom and I was already planning to barge in and yell something about objecting and being a cringelord like usual. But they ended up going to a small room with some lawyers from the insurance company. I decided frick it and knocked on the door several times until they opened it. They were all confused to see the scraggly dressed man with a beard and I simply said I believe you are trying to settle the issue of whether I am dead. My ex realized it was me almost immediately and let out a gasp or something. But the lawyers were just confused. Everyone ended up stepping outside the room and a whirlwind erupted and the bailiffs were called over. My ex screamed and slapped me and they had to actually put handcuffs on her. This was a big deal for the insurance company I guess and the lawyer's boss slash client actually showed up and asked for statements and everything. Even a detective showed up and I started to regret coming but I gave my statement and did not really lie about anything, but I was vague about where I was currently living. I ended up staying in town for almost a month and it was a crazy month in a cheap motel. I showed evidence of my ex's cheating to anyone who cared and I tried to meet with the kids, 
but the youngest did not know me and the then seven-year-old told me to duck myself, which is fair I guess. The police were pissed off and started civil litigation for the cost of searching for me, a detective or so I'm thing actually flew in from another state to question me. Luckily, this whole time I did not get arrested for anything as I did not want my fingerprints being linked to my new name and such. Essentially, I had to pay a large fine and immediately paid the fine in cash, to the surprise of the police. As far as I was concerned, I was done with this town. My ex-fiancé served me a civil lawsuit for multiple different things and my mom helped, but I was a leaf in the wind long before anything came of it. I am back in my new city and never plan to go back. I stopped spying on them after a few months of ruining her insurance plans and moved on with my life. This happened some years ago and I am much better off now, but I am tired now and need to go to sleep. If there is interest I will let you know what happened with me after all this. Update. Hello everyone, thank you for taking interest in my life. I only want to do one update and lay it all out. Mostly, I just wanted to let people know where I went with my life, because a lot of people seem interested. I might answer a few questions in the comments if someone has a burning question. I am not going to say anything about how to disappear because we can't discuss potential crimes on this board, but look up the case of how Jack Barsky a former KGB spy entered the US and obtained credentials. Literally millions of undocumented immigrants do this to be able to work for companies in the US as well. Uncle Sam just wants those taxes paid. I'm not sure about the details of the insurance investigation and how they were looking for me, but I never got so much as a phone call from them before I met them in person. I have no intention to try to seek revenge anymore, because I believe violent delights have violent ends now. As far as I am concerned, my ex-fiancé's life is hard enough and anything else I did would just hurt the kids. After everything blew up with my ex, I left the town and did not reach out to my brother anymore and even stopped checking up on the situation with my ex. Having no family and friends and starting over in the world is lonely and terrifying, but equally exciting and hopeful. So how did I reset my life upon reaching a new city? Well, I had a lot of money in cash that I used to stay in a motel for a few months while I got all my documents in order and looked for work. Because I thought that my home computer would be searched when I went missing, I could not really plan much of this stuff beforehand. I realized that without a college degree linked to your name, it was difficult to find a job with my skill set. So I decided to just make my own company and post advertisements about setting up custom dispatch software, editing videos and presentations, among other tasks. I only received a few different jobs doing this and it did not even pay my living expenses. After I did a few jobs for the same company, I made friends with a project manager and got hired at a reasonable salary. To this day, my finances are only about 70% of what I was making before, but I am happy with what I have. I spent a lot of time finding people with similar stories on the internet and eventually got involved with a men going their own way, MGTOW, group. We basically just talked crap about women all the time and the positive feedback loop made me a pretty resentful slash misogynistic person. I went so far as making fake accounts to offend women online, so I don't want to go into any more details, because I am a bit embarrassed and remorseful now. I got on Tinder and started hooking up with women to make up for lost time. Throwing money around and lying to them became a way of life for me, and I would cheat on basically every woman I got with, because I thought they were all doing it too. 
I got caught and I would pretend like I didn't understand why they were mad with me until they left or tried to forgive me just for me to do it again. Not proud of this either. A couple of years ago one of the women that I was sleeping with regularly got pregnant and came to me all excited with the news. Now I immediately accused her of cheating and threw her out of my apartment and there was just a look of shock on her face. Remember, I thought I was infertile so in my mind I just put another THOT in her place. I continued to mock her for a bit and even messaged my MGTOW buddies about what I did. I openly confessed to cheating on her and showed her proof. I agreed to a paternity test while she was still pregnant just because I didn't want her to get the courts involved and I was shocked with the result. I cried and tried to hug her and she screamed threw some papers at me and told me she never wanted to see me again. I went home and drank, happy that I was going to be a dad, for real this time, but sad who I had become. Like I said, I don't want you to rope for me because I am not a good person. For the remainder of the pregnancy, she would not even speak to me long enough for me to explain my actions, but I totally understood why. When the baby was born, a girl, I showed up to the hospital to sign the birth certificate and at the same time met with her lawyer, which turned out to be her sister, to go over child support stuff that we had already spoke about. I went for a Hail Mary and offered to sign any paper they wanted if she would just have coffee with me for 30 minutes to explain things, she wanted full custody and generous payments. I never got a lawyer because I just wanted to make amends, and I thought a lawyer would throw up obstacles to try to protect me or my finances. I met with her for coffee, and to my surprise she let me speak uninterrupted for almost 20 minutes. I did not completely tell her the truth about my past, but she understood why I wanted a paternity test, but did not excuse my behavior in mocking her, throwing her out, and cheating. I signed the papers, but begged her to let me see my daughter and be part of her life. She said that I was unstable and that I needed intensive therapy before that would ever happen. Of course I obliged to the therapy. I learned a lot in therapy and did a lot of research about the fallout of cheating and whatnot. Turns out there are a lot of women who had been hurt by cheaters and homewreckers too, duh, and that my view of women was toxic to say the least. I cut it off with my MGTOW buddies because I thought that atmosphere would be a detriment to my progress. I don't want to attack that group because I think there are some good people in that group that are just broken and looking for answers. I think having a baby girl was a real punch in the gut to stop treating women so poorly. I was finally able to see my daughter when she was seven months old and began supervised visits every other weekend. I had dutifully paid the child support and made every attempt to talk to her mother and try to make amends. One night after our daughter we got drunk and started kissing which turned into closeness. When we woke up the next morning, she was embarrassed and just asked me to leave, but she made it seem like she kind of wanted to make things work. It took a long time but we moved in together after she lost her job to COVID-19 and are currently living together. Her family hates me and this has held us back from marriage talk or anything. Hell. I skipped our daughter's second birthday celebration because her lawyer sister didn't want to see me. I hope this turns out well for me, and I know I already have better than I deserve. For now, the pandemic has me working from home and my girl takes care of our daughter and makes me food and such. She is still suspicious of me and comes into my office to see what I am doing regularly, but I don't mind. For now, I'm just going to try to be there for my daughter and try to make it up to her mom.
I'm still trying to think of things I can do or say, but for now, I am still in Zoom therapy and just doing my best. I don't think I can ever really tell anyone everything, which is why I decided to tell the strangers of Reddit. I am sorry for those people that thought I was a hero in my initial post. Please don't let your hatred boil inside you friends, I almost missed out on something great and I may still miss out if I am not careful. This is going to be the only update, unless I come back years from now to tell you all what happened. Best of luck to everyone.